Welcome to the Legendary Leaders Podcast, Making Legendary Leaders, with your host, Katrina Jameson, where we focus on business, leadership, and life. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Legendary Leaders. Today, I want to talk about emails. Now, emails are a big thing for me on on several levels, okay? But responding to emails is definitely a pet peeve that I have. And you'll find that I share my pet peeves with you here on this podcast. And I do it, and you'll find that the root of those pet peeves come from being fair to people, being respectful to people, and, you know, following through on your commitments. I can relate most anything back to that, right? So I just, I just wanted to take a second to talk about emails because... I see people not responding to emails and it bothers me and I want to walk through this process and I want to anchor this into your brain and challenge you to think through this today because I think it's going to help you grow through and see things through a different perspective. All right, so stick with me. Here we go. Emails. Now, I hear people say all the time, I'm not going to respond to that email because it's three pages long and I don't have time to read all that. Okay, fair enough. Maybe you don't. I'm not going to argue that point. However, what I'm going to say to you is this. If you are the leader of that individual, it is your responsibility to establish guidelines about proper email etiquette. Okay? I've had to do that throughout my career. Proper email etiquette. What is proper email etiquette? Well, you read emails from them and you give them a call on the phone. You actually pick up the phone and you call them. You don't text them. You don't respond to the email. In this instance, you call them and you say, hey, Sally, you sent me a three-page email, but the first paragraph defined everything that you wanted to share with me. Everything else was just a rehashing of your first paragraph. Let's not do that anymore. Just send the first paragraph. If I have additional questions, I'll respond and we'll schedule some time to talk, okay? Don't feel like you're not giving me enough information. Let's just first paragraph and then I'll come back to you with additional questions, okay? Or it could be, you know, it's, it's three pages and it's a really complex topic. And so you call them and you say, look, for topics like this, this is a phone call. This is not an email. We don't, we don't make three-page emails on these topics. You and I need to have a dialogue about this. You've spent a significant amount of time. I'd probably say, what, 30 minutes writing out this email? Where we could have spent 15 minutes talking through it and you would have had a clear action uh, to go do and you would have been able to move forward. So let me save you some time. This defines what is an email and this defines what a phone call is, right? And so that's what I'm talking about. As a leader, you have to define what warrants an email, what warrants a phone call. What should be in an email, what should not be in an email. How long should they be, right? Define those, those terms. Set expectations around them. The other expectation that I want you to establish in turn is your expectation around responses, okay? You can't tell them what to put in an email and then not have anyone respond to them. That doesn't work. I know that most people are in meetings throughout the di- entire day and they will say, I can never get to my email. Okay? Then I want you to understand what the heck you're getting emails about. Are you getting emails to reiterate the same thing that you've already talked about in a meeting? Well, train your team not to send those emails. Okay? Or maybe... You send the emails and reduce the number of meetings. 
Because why do I need an email to then go into the meeting to talk about what was in the email? I need an email to tell me what the overall topic is and the point, and I need to read through all of that so when I come into the meeting, we start to find a solution to the problem. We come together and we put our heads together and brainstorm and walk out with an action plan. That's what the meeting's for. The meeting's not to rehash and educate me on the topic. The meeting is so we can create a plan of action and move forward and take action coming out of it, right? So think about that. Think about why you have so many emails. And is it the emails or do you have too many meetings? All right, so the busy work and I'm too busy, that doesn't work for me. And I'm not trying to be a jerk. Please don't, please don't misunderstand that. I'm simply empowering you to say enough's enough. I'm, mm -mm, nope, nope, I'm, this is not going to happen because for my entire career, and maybe I'm an anomaly, I'll own that, I have regularly checked my email, I keep my inbox down to 10 emails or less, and I have a process that I use. And so, and I'm in meetings all the time, right? It's simply the way in which I prioritize emails. So it's, it's this. Number one, I teach my team on the expectations around emails. Number two, if we're going to send an email about it, we're not going to talk about what the email contained. We're going to talk about solving the problem that was presented in the email. Purposeful action meetings, right? And then the other piece is that I'm going to tell my team, and I've set the expectation for my team and myself, that when I get an email, I'm going to read it, and I'm going to respond. And I'm going to respond the same day. Why am I going to do that? Well, there are several reasons. Number one, I'm going to respond the same day because I need to let the person who sent the email know that I got it. It's really important. I got your email. Thanks. I'm not going to say that necessarily. I'm just going to say, hey, thanks for the note. Thanks for the heads up. Noted. Agreed. Right? They don't have to be books. I don't have to send 10-page books. I can send one or two sentences max that acknowledges the fact that I got the email. Hey, thanks for letting me know. Works perfectly. If I don't respond to that, then they're going to, you know, whoever sent it to me, my team, essentially is going to say, well, that's crappy. She told me she'd always be here for me, but she's not responding to my emails. She didn't acknowledge that I did something. What does that mean? Okay, so you start to erode trust. Really important. You just have to acknowledge that. That's what it is. The other piece that you have to, to really be aware of is if you've asked them to send you an email about a specific piece of information, you absolutely have to respond to that. Okay? Because that will definitely erode trust. Now, why? How, how does that work? You've asked for them to send you a confirmation that something's been completed on Thursday. They send you confirmation with the details, just like you asked for. You don't respond to that? You've just left them with the impression that you ask for things, but that you don't really care about them, so you wasted their time. That's the impression you're going to leave with your, team, your teammate or your direct report. I promise you. I promise you, I promise you, that's what you're going to leave them with. They're going to think, Katrina asked me for this, and she didn't even respond to my email, so obviously this wasn't a priority. I'm glad I wasted my time on that. That's how they're going to feel. Don't let them feel that way. Hey, Sally, thank you for knocking this out. Looks like you did a good job. Thank you for the details. Keep pushing forward. Okay? I acknowledged her email. I thanked her for her work. I told her she delivered it exactly how I expected so she knows she hit the mark. And what's she going to do? She's going to keep going and doing it. She's not going to stop. 
She might stop if I didn't respond. I need her to keep doing it. So tell her that, right? The other piece about responding is for me personally. I respond to emails because I just, I don't want to keep touching them a thousand times. And so in essence, let me tell you what happens when you don't respond right away. Most of the time I hear people say, I don't respond to emails right away because, and you're probably already thinking of the answer. I don't respond to emails right away because I don't have the answer. I don't have the answer to what they want. So I can't answer them right away. Yes, you can. Here's the problem that you, that you have created within yourself. You've told yourself that you can only respond to emails when you can give them the solution. That's not why you respond to emails. You respond to emails to acknowledge their requests or to acknowledge the information that they've sent you. That's what your response is, an acknowledgement. So you must acknowledge everything that comes your way. That's what I want you to think about right now. I want you to accept that. Because when you accept that, you'll, you will teach your team this exact same thing and all of you will communicate much better. You're sending an acknowledgement. So if I ask a question and you don't have the answer right away, what I expect you to do if you're on my team is you say something to the effect of, hey, Katrina, thanks for the note. I don't have that answer right now. I'll connect with that team and I'll get back to you. And you tell me when you're going to get back to me by. I don't have that answer today. I should have that answer back by uh, Thursday. I'm picking a random day. Um, I will follow back up with you on Thursday and give you an update. Okay, now there's some important pieces to that. Number one, you've acknowledged my request. It's really important. What happens when you don't acknowledge my request? What happens when you don't acknowledge my request is me, my human brain, assumes the worst because you've left a void of information. I've asked you for something, you've not responded. My brain fills it in with, well, this must not be important to them. They must not respect me. This must not be a priority, something, right? Something negative will fill the void. You, maybe you had the best of intentions, but I can't see that because you didn't tell me that. All I see is the void. So I fill it. And then when you respond to me three days later with the answer, you, you kind of already lost your window, right? Because I've already assumed that you didn't care. So now your answer is not as powerful. It is what it is. That's just how it works, right? I've seen it time and time again. So you answer me to acknowledge. You answer me so that I don't fill the void. You fill the void and control the, narr the narrative in my brain. You take control of it when you respond. Okay? That's, that's number one. That's most important. Number two is you just acknowledge you don't have the information. That's okay. I'm okay with that. Everyone's going to be okay with that. If it's not your information to own, if you do truly need to connect with another team, just say it. That's awesome. Okay, cool. Well, now I understand why you don't have the answer and the fact that it's probably going to take you some time to get the answer. So when you tell me you'll follow up with me in three or four days, whatever it is, I can accept that. It seems reasonable to me. Okay? And then the last piece of that is I said, I will send you an update. Now that word is important. I didn't say I'll send you the answer. I said I'll send you an update. And you need to make sure that you use that word because when we get into three or four days from now, when we get to a Thursday or whatever day you've randomly picked, right, to, to have the answer back to that person and you don't have the answer because the other team that you're relying on hasn't gotten back to you, then you come back and give me what? An update. It's okay. That, that's all I was looking for anyway. That's all you committed to. So give me the update. Hey, Katrina, I committed to giving you the update today. 
At this point, just wanted to let you know, I'm still circling back with that team. Uh, we had a meeting on it this week, but we didn't finalize the answer. We're going to have a meeting next Tuesday. I should be able to give you an additional update at that time. So you're just keeping me posted. Again, you're filling the void. I don't have to assume because you're filling the void and you're controlling the narrative in my brain. All right? Now, when I respond that way, that's how I clear out my inbox. Because I just give them the answer that I have at that moment. And then I take that and I put it on my calendar and I remind myself to follow up with them on that day and time. I create a, a calendar reminder to go do it. So I don't have to remember. So that's less brain power that I have to spend. I'm also not going through my inbox and seeing the same emails pile up five and six times and reading them and going, oh yeah, that crap, that's right. I'm supposed to send them that note. Because how long does it take you to go through your email box and pilfer through and filter through those emails that are just sitting there as part of your to-do? They just waste your time. Don't do that to yourself, right? Have the emails that are just new that you're working on in that moment. And then take that email that they sent you and send it to the other team and say, hey, can you help me with this? And you're just waiting on the answer, right? And what's going to remind you to get the answer? The calendar reminder you put on your calendar to get the answer back to me originally is also going to remind you to get the answer back from the other team if you didn't get it, right? So it closes all the loops. Less brain power trying to remember it, less brain power trying to read through all those emails over and over again, less time wasted, all because you responded. So that's my challenge today. Teach your team how to properly write and respond to emails and model the behavior. It will save you time. It will build trust. It will serve you well. Okay, it's fairness for everyone and it's living up to your commitments. You can totally go do that. Think about the things that you need to change in the way in which you lead or the way in which you interact from an email perspective. And how do you need to change in order to, to just move forward and, and be a little bit better when it comes to email responses, right? Awesome. Go and be legendary.